Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I'm your host, Hanan Basha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough. I am worthy. I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Empowered to Grow. This is the second part. I've got the beautiful Lubna Zaru, and we did not stop talking, of course, because uh, this part is the uncharted part. This is the part where we delve into a bit more than what we shared in the first part. And um, I was telling Lubna that part of what she shared really resonated with me, and it's about giving ourselves permission to grow and and holding the space for ourselves and for others. In, in essence, that is part of the conditioning that we lose growing up, I think, by the you can't, you shouldn't, you won't. And um, that's a part where we start restraining, restraining ourselves rather than saying, you know what, the sky is my oyster, the, uh, sorry, the world is my oyster, the sky is the limit and those kind of things. We, we tend to, to put our own barriers up. And more importantly, we start doing that for those around us as well, especially those, as you said, um, within our care, like with our children. And so it's like, no, no, you know, you, you can't do that. You know, you shouldn't do this or you won't be able to. And, and this is the thing that I think we all need to kind of reset our mindset and our approach and our way of thinking when it comes to. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, um, we mentioned Jim Rohn before in part one, yeah. and one of the Jim Rohn quotes is, you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. That's true. So you tend to, and which is normal human behavior. We are social beings, so we tend to um, take on what the collective, what, whether that is your family, whether that is your city, whether that is your, your broader uh, country, whatever is considered to be normal for a lack of a better word mm -hmm. uh what the majority is doing we we love to be in the middle yes as social beings i mean no yeah. one wants to stand out and no one wants to to dive under it you, everyone is a little bit the same which is why jim Rohn has shared his quote of you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with yeah. so if you think about it when we were growing up our caregivers are the people that we spend a lot of time with our teachers are the, the people that we spend the most time with on school and and whatever they said to us because we didn't have any frame of reference ourselves as as young children is we took on as being the truth that's true as being they know better because they're the, the adults here yeah and whatever they told us about what we should be doing, who we should, who we are, we took on as because you don't have any other source of information telling you anything else. And right. that has defined us. That is to define how you show up as, as you, that has defined your identity, that has defined your behavior, that has defined whether you believe you can or you can't. Your limiting beliefs that, and the story anything you tell else. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you are, whether you've been able to, um, um, uh, practice your innate talents so that you can turn them into skills which provide value it all depends on how the people around you have been uh, talking to you whatever they were rewarding your behavior whatever they were punishing your behavior that is what is determined 
So that is what you're conditioning. And, and it has been said that the very first seven years of your life are very, very profoundly impacting your adulthood. So yeah. whatever happens in those very first seven years, it, it defines your identity from a foundational they, they level. Your and subconscious. It, yes, that's true. It determines how you show up as an adult. So how we show up today, if you have done nothing in, in the terms of um, therapy maybe, or even personal growth and personal development, then everything that you're doing right now, everything you believe about yourself came from those very seven, first seven years. So that is important to realize that whatever you are is conditioning. So if you are feeling now as an adult, that inkling fun, there's, some, there's something more, there's something bigger. Maybe that came because you were uh, influenced by YouTube video of someone who shared a story and you're, oh my God, I, that, that, that is triggering something inside of me that I didn't know was there. Yeah. So you start to explore your circle starts to become bigger and bigger as you grow, uh, grow older and older. Mm -hmm. And the more you tap into people that think differently than you do, that have been conditioned differently, yeah. the more you start realizing, oh, there's a, there, there are more opportunities out there. There's a bigger world out there. Yeah. There your parameters expand with you. <laughs> exactly. Because you, you've gotten new input you've gotten yeah. a new perspective that has broadened something in you that you didn't know that is existed yeah and in that moment you have a decision to make you either step back to what you're used to mm -hmm. which we lovingly call the comfort zone because yes. we think okay but I don't want to want to let go of the people that I've been growing up with or my friends because they will start seeing me and if you've ever changed your behavior and had your friends or family say what is what's wrong with you? What's wrong? Why are you behaving you? differently? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you in that moment in time, to be fair. But what they're doing is they want you to, if, if it's your caregivers, um, they want to keep you safe because yeah. what they're doing in their mind is comparing your behavior with the frame of reference that they have in their mind. Exactly. They have not been broadened. You have been. Yeah. So and the only thing that they're doing which is their, their evolutionary brain function is, is helping them, is thinking, okay, uh, I've got a checklist in my mind. No, 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 no match, no match, no match. Okay, no, are you crazy? Yes. Is everything okay with you? That is what you hear verbally when that happens. Mm -hmm. And when you start to realize that, that, that ha everything has to do with the fact that your perspective has been broadened, but theirs has not, yes. then you start to uh, understand and even be empath being an being mindful of the fact that they will never see what you see because exactly. your perspective is different. Yeah. So they can say to you, "Don't do that. Um, that that's not that's dangerous. It will never work." But when you realize that that is part of their perspective, their lens on the world, yes. but your lens is different, yeah. then you can weigh in their their beliefs in a different way. I think Which most people don't have that awareness. I, I, I call it, that's the transitioning phase from the external validation to the internal gratification and fulfillment. That's when you yes. start setting up your own checklist and your own success parameters. And for me, that was three or four years ago. It wasn't that long ago, but that's when it was kind of hit me. It's like, oh my God, you know, I'm chasing that carrot and the stick. I'm going from ladder to ladder just because I... I'm, I'm going as per their worldview lens, um, I, my family, my society, whatever it is, rather than saying, okay, what do I want? Yes. How am I coming into, how am I achieving or, or living or manifesting my own 
um, destiny in, in yep. that sense. And yep. I think that, that phase is that uh, it's a brutal phase to be in, as in it hurts, it's messy and it's confusing because you start questioning yourself as well. It's like, um, am I, should I, you know, am I doing the right thing? Am I, am I, am I sabotaging myself when in essence you're growing and growth is painful? Yeah. And they do say that. I mean, there is always that messy middle and it's in that messy middle that either you go back because mm-hmm. you don't want to go through that messy yeah, middle. Snap back. <laughs> snap back. Snap back. You think, okay, oh, no, no, this is not yeah, for me, this exactly. is, which is fine. I've had that several times that I was bouncing back and forth, but that pull from, yeah, but I still feel that calling. I still feel that inkling. It's it's pulling me stronger than mm-hmm. the than the pull back. That's yeah. in that set. So I when I when I realized that the middle was always going to be messy, always. Mm-hmm. We have to go through that period of time, and it could yeah. be a couple of weeks, it could be a couple of months, it could be years. It's it, depending on how the growth is going for you. It yes. could take a while. The good part is, or the gratifying part is, that when you go through that messy part and the rainbow starts shining, yep, then you're thinking that was so worth it. Exactly. That messy part was so worth it exactly. because now I get to the next station. Now I can see, and it isn't messy anymore. It's yeah. gratifying. It's fulfilling, and oh, I'm so happy that I took that part. And and that's the part where actually you start believing yourself a lot more because when you look back, because I'm, I'm doing this a lot now, I'm calling them my reflective phases. That's <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of going back, but looking back at everything you have overcome and all the adversity you had to face and, and all the obstacles that were put in place, whether per um, a kind of, you know, purposefully or not, but everything you had to cross through is like, I actually did that you know I I went through that path and I made it on the other side I, I made it out the other end and you realize yeah. okay now I've got more to to cover and and I'm excited about what's coming next and I think I don't think it's really one one beginning one end and it's not one messy area it's like it's an ongoing cycle but with every messy part you go through you come out empowered to go through the next one because the next one usually is going to be a bit harder and a lot more challenging and a lot messier. But now you're kind of got your ammunition to move you forward. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and when you become one of the things that I teach my clients whenever I speak about resilience is let's just become aware of every moment in your past that you have already shown that you are resilient because yeah. we don't tend to hold on to those memories as long. And because we have our brain has the negativity bias. So we tend to look for the things that are odd, that are negative more. We remember those more than the things that we have achieved, that yeah, we sure. we have overcome, that were great. We don't tend to, to become aware of this. Really, it takes training and practice. Mm-hmm to train your brain to balance that out you need both because uh the negativity is to make sure that we when we encounter a saber tooth tiger or a bear that we know what to do to survive Uh but most of the threats that we have in in current society are not of the level of a saber tooth tiger but our brain still responds like it is a saber tooth tiger that is the difference so we have to train and practice and adopt new habits that help us also see the things that are good in our lives the things that we have achieved the things that we have uh been resilient about 
So that's one of the things that I help people people do is okay. Let's let's think back to all of those peak moments, yeah. all of those moments where you thought, I um, I don't think that I will ever get past this, but you did. Sure. I don't, I will never think, I will never learn this, whether it was with driving a car, we're learning to swim, yeah. <laughs> learning to present, learning to write your very first report, learning to use your computer, learning to use any social media out there. We're learning to, to create your uh, very first PowerPoint presentation. Right now. Exactly. now you're thinking, I can't believe, ever believe that that was difficult at some point in time. So yeah. everything, what teaches, what that does, teaches us is, Every time we take a step out of our comfort zone to something that we've never done before, or we haven't done enough times for it to become automatic. So our comfort zone stretches a little bit more and, and, and adopts that skill or that experience into that zone. Um, is this your brain is going to warn you and tell you, uh, don't do it, don't do it, danger, yeah. danger, saber to tiger, exactly. saber to tiger. That's what your brain is doing because it doesn't distinguish between a saber, an actual saber to tiger and an illusion. Yes, sure. And I love that because, um, and it's about reminding yourself and training yourself to be reminded of the things you've overcome. My, my coach told me to keep a journal of writing down three things every day, just as small or as big as I want them to be that I celebrated doing today, three actions I took today, three things I want to celebrate. Yeah. And at times yeah. where kind of, I feel disempowered in any way, or imposter syndrome comes up or, you know, whatever it is that, that whatever limiting belief comes up is just kind of go through that journal, remind myself of what I've overcome. And, and this is helping a lot. You know, there are times, there are days I was like, really, can I do this? It's such big, I mean, I've got a whole vision for the business doctor for my brand and everything I want to do. And sometimes I'm intimidated by the vision. It's like, okay, let me remind myself, what have I overcome and what have I done to date? And it could be just as simple as sometimes I'm just like, okay, I washed my hair today. Yay, you know, curls take time to, <laughs> they take a lot of attention. Um, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. could be something like, you know, sending out an invitation for, for a podcast interview that I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing, you know. So it, it's those kind of things, as you said, it's trainable and it's as big or as small as you want. And that's what I coach my clients on. I'm like, your dream, your passion, your vision, it could be as you know, you want to build the next million dollar business or you want to build the next, I want to entertain myself for two hours a day business. That's a success too. So that's yours. That's subjective. Celebrate it and never just kind of say, ah, it's too big or it's too small. Whatever it is, it's yours. And that's what you need to keep reminding yourself of. Yeah, true. And it, um, and I think that that's one of the reasons why you move from, as you go through life, you start with external validation. You're dependent on other people to tell you whether you're doing a good job. Yes. Each and every one of us started out that way. Each and every one. Some of us still stay in that external validation. They're so dependent on other people telling them that they're doing a good job that they have to have that person. Uh, if you're in that situation, just realize that, that that is normal behavior. You've been conditioned to believe that that is what you need. Uh, there is another way you can flip the switch into internal validation. You using yourself as that compass on, is this the right thing or not? And, and yes. some call it intuition. Some call it anything else. Whatever word works, works for you call it that but you can it's better to have an internal validation and an internal compass that tells you whether you want to do it or not because that when you ground that and when you strengthen that then whenever you dream something like 
um, uh, you have a vision, for example, I want to impact 10 million people. You will have someone in your circle right now will tell you, but that's not possible. You can't impact 10 million people. That's exactly. not because, again, their frame of reference is, I don't know how you can ever reach 10 million people. Sure. Whilst you're thinking, but that's my vision. That's what I want to get up every day, excited to do, contribute to reaching 10 million people. Mm -hmm. And maybe you've even watched a video for someone that says, well, you know how easy it is to impact 10 million people. You just need one video to go viral. Mm -hmm. And 10 million different people could watch that one video and you've just impacted 10 million people. Yep. Or you can have one video that's gone viral that's been watched 1 million by 1 million people. 10 times. 10 times or you have one video and that's been watched by 1 million people and now you're thinking okay what nine other videos can I create that will hit that 1 million people and maybe it's 20 videos maybe it's 50 videos however many but you mm -hmm. still can reach millions of people through doing one little thing which is as small as a video this interview could go viral yep and I could reach, we could reach, I don't know how many people, but it adds up if you think of it in this way. Yeah. So strengthen your internal validation, strengthen and whatever works for some that is redefining their identity, rediscovering who they are because they want to peel the layers of every, everybody in their past that has told them who they are. For others, it might yeah. be, absolutely. <laughs> for others, it might be, I don't, know what I'm passionate about because I took the route of you need a corporate job and that is what you need to do because that's how people survive and make money and pay the bills and then yeah. go through life maybe it's back to okay but what am I passionate about what are back some of the things that what I did as a child in those very first seven years that I got me excited and I could do them all day long every day long so it might be passion it might be that you're thinking but what what's my purpose right now what do I want to creating this world what do I want to leave as a legacy whether that is as small as I want to be the best mother in the world or I want to be the best father in the world yeah. or if it is I want to change uh time traveling I want to change exactly the, the perception of if you exactly. use Elon Musk as an example I want to be, <laughs> able to don't bring... have to be the next Elon Musk to to be impactful <laughs> yeah it could be anything I mean we have a couple of people like Elon Musk in the world and we need them to really yeah. stretch our mind into what is possible, to have those audacious dreams like, I'm going to make sure that I can bring normal people to Mars instead of just astronauts. Yeah. And, and, and he'll probably get to it. He probably will. Yeah. Um, so, and, and everything that's in the middle. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't matter. You ha don't have to be Elon Musk. It could be as simple as, I want to be the best parent for my children. I want to be the best aunt. I want to be the best friend. I want to be the best uh neighbor Daughter, uh, sibling whatever partner, it, whatever it is yeah. whatever it is for you it could be as small as that or it could be as big as elon musk and everything in between but you want to connect to that so for some it might be that i need to think about my purpose and and think about what what is it that i want to do what is the impact that i can have in the world and how big can i make that into something so just think about what is it if I feel that there is something missing, lacking, whatever it is for you, just take that very first step and start on that journey. Just start. Sure. I think that's, uh, that's an excellent way to end is to start. <laughs> it <laughs> is. End the conversation, not to, not to end what you're about to do. But um, Lubna, thank you so much. That has been, I know we can go on for hours. And yes, I can. out of respect. <laughs> 
<laughs> out of respect for your time, we can uh, reschedule other other sessions. But it, it truly has been a pleasure. And I know you're passionate about this just as much as I am. And it's um, it's not just about empowering yourself, but it's also about empowering others to empower themselves. And I think that is the point. If If we don't have that seed within us, it's very difficult for someone to keep poking you from outside because it's just not going to impact you the same way. Yes, absolutely true. Thank you so much once again. And um, thank you for joining us for this episode. Um, I think Lubna summed it when she said, well, just start. So start with what excites you. Start with what kind of really, really gets your passion and your juices flowing creatively, technically, uh, personally, um, socially, whatever it is, there is an area in your life that you know that this is your calling. And um, possibly if you don't, then there are people like Lubna and myself who could help trigger you in a positive way <laughs> to kind of get it out from you. So thank you once again. Um, always be empowered to grow. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.